In 1 Corinthians chapter 7, verse 36, Paul says, hey, if you realize you've tried to work out a call in a life of singleness, but you realize it's not in your gifting wheelhouse and you're putting your own purity at risk, then pursue marriage. It's not a problem at all. Work out a life of consecration by way of marriage in the Lord. So notice a couple of things with me about this particular verse. First, purity is assumed, not the other way around. Purity within close male-female relationships is to be the norm for the Christian person. It is the command. Purity within the engaged relationship is to be the standard. The second truth that we see is that marriage can be a way to maintain consecration unto the Lord. Paul says, let them marry. It is no sin. So marriage is not sin. Marriage is a way to remain consecrated to the Lord. So with both singleness and marriage, consecration unto the Lord is the goal. The consecration of your mind, of your thoughts, of your body, of your lives. The setting apart of your whole self for a whole purpose. It doesn't take much investigation of our culture and surroundings to see that holiness unto the Lord, consecration to the Lord, is in short supply. And you may ask, well, what can I do about what's going on? What voice do I have and how can I make an impact? Well, it begins here. We need less human wisdom and an outpouring of God's wisdom and grace on our lives. And you, believer, have the mind of Christ through the Spirit. It begins with your continual consecration, the consecration of your children to think and act biblically in every area of your life. Your life, whether married or single or divorced, whether rich or poor, whether white or black, is to be consecrated to the Lord. When you pray today, please remember B.J. Sanders and his family, our missionaries in Papua New Guinea. And also remember the Cebuanu Word broadcast that's heard in the Philippines. Mm-hmm.